Let's get some thoughts from Phil Striebel, Chief Market Strategist at Blue Line Futures, joining us this morning. Phil, before we get into rates and uh, the U.S. dollar, some of the currencies this week, central bank activity, I wanted to get your thoughts on the job support headed our way in just about 10 minutes. Yeah, we're just expecting 200,000 jobs. There might be a slight uptick in the unemployment rate at 3.6%. Jobs have been real resilient. That jolts number was pretty shocking the other day. I mean, there's plenty of jobs out there. There's about 1.9 jobs for every available worker. So the labor force has been very strong. If you do get a number that's going to be hotter than expected, more jobs created, you're probably going to see some pressure on these markets across the board. You're going to see a recovery in the dollar index, and it'll be full throttle on those interest rate hikes going forward. Bill, talk to me, because this week I just pointed out the two-year to a new high. Uh, the TNX, the TYX, the U.S. dollar, for that matter, lagging, I guess, a bit. Uh, the shorter end of the curve some, but uh, uh, talk to us about what we should be watching for in terms of some of these financial markets. You're, you, you nailed it right on the head there. That two-year note, I didn't think you were going to talk about it, and I was going to mention it. 40 basis points one year ago. Now it just ticked up four point. It hit a new, new cycle high now, 475. So something is, is wrong in these markets today, especially the way that uh, all the commodities, everything else is rebounding because they're definitely not paying attention to rates. They're looking at a reopening in China and a weakness in the dollar right now. I think that you get a hotter jobs number, you're going to see some serious volatility in the, in, the, in the session right after the open. If we could just take a quick look here, and I completely agree with Phil on that. This was a bit of a sleeper move that we're seeing in the Treasury futures. I've got the Bonds in the top left corner. So the longer dated in the top left corner, the 10 years, we work our way through the belly of the curve, the five year and into the two year, talking about again, the futures here on their move lower. And if it looks like today lower, it could be six in a row to the downside as they work their way uh, below that 102 handle. Uh, Phil, talk to us a little bit about what you're seeing in terms of, uh, well, this week, the Bank of England with the 75 basis point rate hike, some concerns about recession and uh, some job loss there. Yeah, you're seeing, I mean, the world is on track to continue to tighten all the way into 2023. So you're going to see all these central banks continue to gear up. The U.S. has been on point with doing what they're saying. Bank of England finally got around, did that 75 basis point. That's a historical uh, rate hike for them. They normally don't go that aggressive. I think the new prime minister had some play or some role in that. But uh, you're going to see, the again, with these rates and everything, something is really off today because with all these yields going up, silver up 50 cents, you don't have crude oil up $3 and everything else on the move higher. So uh, again, expect for some, brace for some volatility. If you were down on your positions, if you were hoping and praying for that pivot a couple days mm -hmm. ago, and you're getting that relief right now, you might want to take some risk management strategies ahead of this number coming out. Phil, talk to me. Another thing that I noticed, we didn't talk much about at the top of the show uh, with the focus being on the jobs and all, but I saw a European Central Bank uh, President Christine Lagarde yesterday was talking about uh, inflation in the uh, Eurozone. She was talking about it, and she basically said we have to take action. She said we must deliver on price mandate no matter what. She said inflation's way too high, but she also said that, well, she compared the U.S. to uh, the ECB or, or the FOMC, the ECB, in terms of the situation they're in. She said we are not alike and we cannot pro progress either at the same pace or under the same diagnosis of our economies, basically pointing out that uh, while there is she said uh, uh, they need to be attentive to potential spillovers. Again, pointing out how we're talking about apples to oranges in some ways. 
Yeah, the well, I mean, if you look at you know CPI eight point four percent for the U.S., that was a new cycle high. Core six point six, PCE right at six point two, right at the highs. All the inflation data is remaining elevated, it's remaining yeah. sticky, and it's sticking around for a lot longer than yeah. expected. So interest rate hikes are going to continue to come. I don't know what they're going to do to be able to get this get get uh, inflation down. I mean, you see crude oil back ninety one dollars thirty three cents on a December contract. They're going to be banging their heads trying to figure out how to how to do this. I don't know if the rate hikes are doing it, but it's going to slow down you know the housing market. But I don't think it's going to slow down the price of crude oil, for instance, or natural gas. Europe's really they're they're in a worse situation because they're so it's such a big country. It's so much landmass there. You've got too many variables and and too many people trying to you know get this inflation down where there's these bottlenecks on certain key commodities and key products. You know in the U.S. I'm not sure what's going to happen here. All I know is that people are buying everything today. Everything from mm. cotton, orange juice. Mm. It doesn't matter. They're buying it at the moment. Phil, talk to us. Uh, we've seen the yen kind of lose some of the momentum to the downside this week. There was a little bit of talk about potential for intervention from the BOJ. Uh, if the dollar really took off in reaction to the Fed, the dollar did get lifted, but only back into this 112, 113 area, really nothing extreme there. But can you talk to us about uh, any of the other foreign currencies you got your eye on or any other products that we didn't cover that our viewers should be dialed in on as we head into this report here, which is uh, headed our way in just about five minutes? Yeah, all the all the uh, you know the currencies, especially the commodity currencies, are moving up quite a bit too. So the yen, every single time they've intervened, it has failed and moved back down. You look at the dollar. You know, sometimes you got to back up to uh, you know to see the forest here. You're too close to the tree. Look at that dollar index chart. That thing's like a 45 degree angle all year long. So you know the dollar. If you get any kind of break in it, you got to start looking at that to the upside, and you got to start taking off some of these long positions. So I just say. If you were begging for that pivot the other day, you got a small pivot right now in the market. So, you know, you got to lighten up or uh, have some risk management. All right. Uh, we've definitely seen the trends that have been playing out throughout the year continue. And at this point, it still seems like no rejection uh, or indication here that it, especially the yen, the indices at this point, uh, that those trends have been invalidated. Phil, always appreciate you joining us. Thanks for ending uh, or beginning the end of your week with us here on the TD Ameritrade Network. A very busy day. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. Phil Striebel, Chief Market Strategist, Blue Line Futures.